1: Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Saul Bookman, Espo, and Gerald Borgay. Gentlemen, today's random Monday question of the day is, if you could be the child of any NBA player, which one would you choose?
2: Ooh, Steph Curry.
1: That's a good one.
0: Mm, Yeah, that is a good one. Current or any,
2: any all time,
1: any all, oh, time. all time, all time, sure.
0: Oh. Why not? Oh, that
2: Maybe the game
1: one of a each. Bit. How about one current and one all time?
0: Grant Hill.
2: Okay. Seems uh, like a good dude, I like those wholesome guys. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Bill Walton, because he's got the good shit, and you know he's sharing it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: what?
2: And you would have great stories. I'm totally Bill Walton. Oh Jesus, changed you finally? Yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in.
1: I think Steph Curry is a good one. Dwayne <laughs> Wade, I feel like would be solid too. Mm-hmm yeah, yeah
0: current definitely uh steph curry passed man that's a tough one i was thinking like michael jordan or lebron but i don't think i'd like that at all
1: no absolutely like, not
0: Le- <laughs> lebron might not be too bad lebron yeah michael passed. jordan but just hell no. just in terms of like you're always going to be compared to your dad and you're never oh, going I to know. be your dad so, so pick somebody that like-
2: like, was like really shitty <laughs> Oh, Tim Legler. There you go. Oh, Leg- uh, <laughs> I love your legs. I'm just kidding. I, I'd
3: say Wilt Chamberlain, but you probably wouldn't know you, you were his kid with uh, his record there, you know? Like,
1: Terrible. <laughs> oh God. I should have known it was going to go this route. <laughs> you um, you right. asked well, for it. Well, I thought it, you guys he, were going to be more serious and f- genuine. Well, I, I said Grant <laughs>
2: Hill. It's kind of funny that I picked Steph Curry because he literally might have a new daddy here coming soon.
1: Oh, my hey,
2: God. Let's go. Oh, my God. Mm. Didn't even right. plan that. Well,
1: everyone in the chat already has been talking about KD. It was the first like six chats that we got was mm-hmm. just KD, KD, KD. So let's talk about it. Uh, Christian Winfeld on Twitter said, Sources, Kyrie Irving has requested and received permission from the Nets to find sign-and-trade offers from other teams. Kevin Durant still has not spoken to the Nets front office. Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn remains unlikely. How does this make everyone feel? Let's
2: go, baby. (laughs) Saul's overly excited. (laughs) Because every day there's a new rumor or a new move, the closer it is to... Uh, Ewok season.
3: <laughs> oh, I, look, I'm ready. All right, uh, I'm
2: researching costumes. I'll Ewok be Ewok apocalypse.
3: <laughs> Let's go. I, I, I'm ready to to dress as an Ewok if this actually happens. The thing that drives me nuts is the only player in the world that this would be possible with is Kyrie Irving because they're saying he might opt out and sign a mid level exception with uh, with the Lakers. Opt out of 37 million to sign for what
2: six six well, million. But they, he did agree to. Uh, He did tell the Nets that a sign-and-trade is something that they were going for, so that would prevent that from happening.
3: But now there's only the interest from the Lakers, so...
2: Yeah, they don't... And they don't want to trade. That you know of.
3: No, they reported there's no other team other than the Lakers interested right now. So, and if it were any other player, you go, well, then he's just going to opt back in. He's going back to Brooklyn. And then you go, wait, this is Kyrie Irving. There's Mm -hmm. like a 95% chance he's just... uh, different enough to actually take that mid-level exception
1: well he's probably made plenty of money throughout his career to just be completely comfortable if he never did anything for the rest of his life
0: it's true 30 million is a lot and he has to wednesday give up he does the The deadline to opt in or out is wednesday so that's coming up it was kind of show is going to be lit it is let's go it was kind of alarming that there weren't other sign and trade partners and I guess that's kind of where Kyrie's perception and value is right now but it is good to hear that he would be crazy enough to take that mid-level because that domino is the first one that has to fall if if what's going to happen happens
3: yeah I mean I I thought it was crazy and uh, you know two weeks ago and now I'm resigned to the fact that this is a this is
0: very very likely (laughs) it happen
3: uh, th- it has a very very good chance of happening
2: you know? Well, yeah, I wish you would have just said midway through the year the Suns are not winning the championship then I maybe would... we'd be holding up the Larry O'Brien <laughs> right now I'm a great reverse <laughs> oh my As gosh far.
1: this is true Espo you need to use this power or curse whichever one you want to call it for good there is
3: no <laughs> way LeBron James will ever come to Phoenix
0: not a chance in hell and certainly not both of them at not. the same time
3: no <laughs> never would happen <laughs>
1: So one thing that I found that was interesting from this article, they said that, um, and it's for NY Daily News, if you guys didn't didn't see it and you want to go read it, uh, Christian said that KD said, quote, he feels like the front office didn't grow to understand Kyrie. And I can kind of see that just based on what we have seen come out in the last month or so, tweets from ownership and kind of everyone just throwing shade at one another, it feels like there was never a solid relationship there from the beginning.
3: I think that the Nets decided to do their own research rather than
2: get to know (laughs) KD
1: and that, or get to know Kyrie, (laughs) and
3: that's where things
2: went wrong. Listen, with with Kyrie specifically, it's not business as usual. And if you're an organization that thinks that, you know, guys are just going to stay in line and they're always going to do what you ask them to do because you're paying them X amount of dollars, you have that all effed up with Kyrie. Like he's just never – he's marched to his own drum his entire life. Mm -hmm. He just has. So uh, the Nets – completely fumbled this entire situation, obviously. And now they might be stuck in a situation where they don't have both Kyrie and KD, and they might only be stuck with Ben Simmons, which is just so damn comical
0: See, I don't—I am taking the opposite angle. Like, this is on Kyrie. Like, why are we going to (laughs) ignore that he's forced his way out of his last two or three teams, that he does this everywhere that he goes— and that, like, James Harden saw the writing on the wall. And if James Harden can look at a situation and be like, damn, this is toxic. I need to get out of here.
1: That's true. That's
0: Kyrie. Like, no, the, Nets, the Nets are going to get a king's ransom for Kevin Durant. Kyrie, like, I'm sorry, a dude only showing up to play half the games because he decided to do his own research, that's on him. And And, like, look, Kyrie has done a lot of good for this league, specifically during the 2020 bubble when he brought up some very – cogent points about what is the league going to do to enhance and broadcast this message that's important right now and you know what he also is still kind of a head case at the same time he does a lot of things that like you said he marches to the beat of his own drum but it ruffles a lot of feathers and there's a reason that he's going to be on his what fourth team in the last four or five years
3: I mean let's be honest it wasn't that James Harden looked at it and knew it was time to get out he looked at at Mm. Philly and went that's my boy Daryl Morey, and I know he's going to give me an outrageous Kyrie's, amount of money, even if I
0: don't deserve it. Kyrie playing half the games was the reason oh, he left. Like
2: that definitely That that definitely. Which is
0: kind of funny because if <laughs>
2: there, I know the Lakers are the ones that are rumored to be the ones going after Kyrie, but there are some avenues to where Kyrie might literally go to Philadelphia, which would just be so damn hilarious. <laughs> it would be funny.
3: But when, um, when you look at it, if Kyrie goes to the Lakers and KD winds up in Phoenix, the Pacific division has now become the toughest conference in the NBA. <laughs> like it's, you got the warriors you've, who are still the warriors. You've got the Lakers now with a big three. Uh, the Suns would have a big three uh well the Kings are still the kings, kings but then you got the Clippers with uh with Kyrie mm. and PG all of a sudden you mean, it's Kawhi? A mur- or uh, yeah Kawhi, excuse me and and PG all of a sudden you got a murderers row just in in the division not yeah. even in the Western Conference
2: it'd be fun i mean those games would be battles <laughs> yeah. for sure every single and if the Suns got KD night in night out They'll be on national TV just about I'd, – I'd say at least 25% of their games will be on national
1: Oh, 100%. Television. It would just – I mean, we'll get into this later. The amount of attention that Devin has gotten since his relationship with Kendall Jenner, it would be that times 50 within the basketball and sports space if Katie came here for book.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would be the, – the magnifying glass on Phoenix would be – In a way that we've never seen here when it comes to the Suns, it would be next level national media scrutiny and attention. Uh, It'll it'll be crazy if uh, if it happens.
1: Well, here's the thing. The Nets are out here saying, "Okay, if we lose them both, we're prepared, prepared. Here's what uh, Brian Windhorse had to say on the situation.
3: That's saying the Nets are putting out there right now that they are prepared to lose both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They would rather lose them both than go through what they went through last season, which was a miserable season under the situation that Kyrie Irving uh, contributed to creating.
1: Do you honestly think last year will be worse than if they lose both of them for this upcoming season? Uh, I guess maybe in terms no. of basketball.
0: No, and here's why. From a competitive standpoint, obviously, like you're losing, you've lost all three of your superstars in the span of a year, you're dead in the water. But if you are trading KD anywhere, you're getting young players, you're getting picks, and you're not staying still. Because if you lose Kyrie and keep Kevin Durant, who's disgruntled, how are you going to retool around just him? You can't do that on the fly this summer with your cap space situation. Like, you're not going to be able to do that. So it's better to... Just rip the Band-Aid off and prepare for it. Get something for KD while you can now and you know start the next rebuild. It sucks that that's where you're at, but when you lost James Harden and got back Ben Simmons and he didn't play for you, that was the first domino. Now Kyrie wants out. It's better to just lean all the way into it and at least get young players and picks in return while you can. You, you have
2: to be at the bottom of the heap. Or at the top of the heap to yeah. enjoy life in the NBA. And it sounds funny to say that, but even with the 19-win season, at least we could sit here and say, but the future's bright. We got DA, we got Book, we got Mikhail, we're going to see them grow. And that actually came to fruition, which is great, in, in addition to Chris Paul. Living in the middle sucks. And if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you don't want to be in that spot. You basically, if you get rid of KD and Kyrie, you've got a complete overhaul rebuild on your hands. Um, You don't want to be stuck in the middle.
3: Yeah, but it gives them a restart, uh, too, in terms of perception and public relations. Kyrie Irving caused all sorts of mm-hmm. waves for them last year, which it sounds like ownership probably wasn't a big fan of, of that going on. So that's a reset in that way, too, and I understand it. I mean, think about it. Last year, uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of us, was – was difficult and for the nets they had to navigate one of their star players refusing to get vaccinated the law in new york all these things all this talk uh, you know and i i understand why you would want potentially a fresh start after all that a- and an opportunity where you know that that team likely wasn't going to win a title after watching it, uh, so you can rebuild and try to put together something better.
2: I agree, I would normally agree with you had they not traded for Ben Simmons too, and I know they had to get rid of of Harden, but Ben Simmons I would argue is just as much a distraction as Kyrie Irving for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you just never know if he's going to play. Is he? When's he going to be mentally? Uh, you know, healthy. When's he going to be physically healthy? It just seems like it's one thing after another, and he's still going to be there. And so and he at that point, if they lose all these other guys, he's now the new anchor of that team. And I don't know if that's necessarily a place you want to be either.
3: Yeah, but he's not offending, you know, two thirds of the country. <laughs> Nobody is decision. pissing him off. I don't know. Uh, well, at least the <laughs> fan base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I get that. But I think it's a different. Well,
1: and like how much of an asset is Ben Simmons at this point yeah. as far as like movement goes. Like no, no team is no. going to take no. a chance on that None. anymore.
3: No, but they did get off the James Harden forty-seven million dollar contract this year, so that in and of itself. But Ben Simmons
2: ain't cheap either, right? No,
3: but at least it's less than James Harden. Please, Kyrie, take the mid-level exception in L.A. Let's get this. Let's light this candle if we're going to do it. All
1: right, so I have a serious question, and I'm not trying to be like petty or anything with this, but you brought up being in the middle sucks, and everyone in the comments is like, "Yeah, being in the middle sucks." you're just good enough to win a playoff series but never a series contender. Do you honestly think that being in the middle sucks more than like a 19-win season? Depends yes. on how
3: long you're a 19-win team.
0: And it, de- and it depends on <laughs> what we're talking about as the middle. Like if you're good enough to win a playoff series, like you need if, – if you're a young team, you need that momentum to show other stars in the league like, hey, you come here and join this. We're on the upward trajectory. But if you're in the middle like – Say the Portland Trailblazers, not even good enough mm-hmm. to make the play-in, but not bad enough to like tank, compi- like repetitively. Yeah. You're in trouble. You need to kind of either bottom out or be on that upward trajectory. If, if yeah.
2: you're if you're if you're in that area where you're picking like let's say 11 to 18, yeah. Oh, that's the worst place to be. Yeah, go. Look. I mean,
1: I get that, but I'm just saying, like, from a season standpoint. It's got to be more enjoyable for eight months, six months to watch I, a team I, I that wins so. every Go. once in a while than to watch a team that loses all the time.
2: I don't think so because you you know you have no chance.
4: Go back look to at the Coyotes. I guess that's the Coyotes true. are having fun doing this. You, 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 when you have something to look forward to, you're having fun doing it. Like the Coyotes are laughably bad. When you're laughably bad, it's okay. But when you're like. I no something.
1: I don't know. There were some seasons with the Suns where I was like, "This friggin' sucks."
3: Yeah, but that was when it was like a decade in to just being bad. Look, well, the if
1: Coyotes you, are a decade into no, two, but
3: not they? in this rebuild. They were in the middle for a while. Yeah, that's why they, they were, stripped everything. Th- they were <clears throat> two points from getting in the playoffs. Go back. Go back after the Western Conference Final run in 2010 for the Suns and you have three middling years, right? You're right around 500 with Steve Nash. You're fighting for that AC. You don't get it like that was purgatory. And the fact that they didn't choose to move on from from Steve Nash and try to get young assets set them back an entire decade That where they had to the whole Lance Blanks era was all about being stuck in the middle and not bottoming out. And then you had to go through the bottoming out process and before you know it, you're 10 years into to the whole thing, and that's when it sucks. But if you commit to it and you bounce back 2 years later, it's well worth it.
0: Yeah, and the building through the middle thing was something the Suns dealt with again with that 2013-14 team that was surprisingly good it was when built it felt tank. like yeah, it was built to <laughs> tank and they won 48 games and then they were stuck between a rock and a hard place, like, okay, we thought we were going to be going for picks. Now we have to retool on the fly. They went for Aldridge. That didn't work out. And it was all kind of downhill from there. So building through the middle is really, really tough. Can I ask you
3: guys one question on on all this? Are these rumors doing the Suns a disservice? Because just say nothing happened, right? Mm. And they don't get a superstar. You're... Suns Twitter is gonna to burn to the ground at that point. <laughs> like people are gonna freak the if, out if okay? they
2: lose Da and don't get anything back. Absolutely, yes. so I think
3: yes. even if they keep Da and only say add like an Eric Gordon or some some tiny thing that could make them better, there I still think Suns fans are gonna freak out because now the ring. There's been this whole thing of oh KD championship. You know, you know for other other couple other bigger names that have been. Rumored, and then you get nothing. I think I think it's going to be a it, meltdown.
2: It ultimately depends on how the West shakes out too. Like if if Gold State stays the same and the Lakers end up not getting Kyrie and nobody else really improves except for adding their superstars that were injured, then I think you're okay. And if you can add another piece like Eric Gordon, then okay, we've improved and I think we still have a championship level con- contender. You're 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 still good, but. If they don't do that and Kyrie goes to L.A., let's just say, and, you know, all these other pieces are moving around and the Suns just stay pat, they bring back D.A., and they just kind of hold serve, then, yeah, I, I do believe
0: Suns' Twitter will, will be very upset. I don't care. Like <laughs> that's my thing is like, I don't care how they react. The thing is, if you bring back it's the job, Gerald. if you bring out, but, but that's <laughs> what I'm deal saying. With every day. Like, I who cares if Suns Twitter melts down? My point is if you bring back DA, if you re if you extend Cam Johnson, if you keep Devin Booker on that super max, you've had a good off season. Like, no, it's not as exciting and no, it doesn't move you as close immediately to a championship as if you get Kevin Durant. And that should still be the number one goal. But if you just bring everybody back and keep intact that four man core of a 64 win team, <coughs> you're still on the upward trajectory. You still have to do more beyond that, obviously. But running it back, I understand why people don't want to run it back because of what happened in the Mavs series. But like we have to remember that was an all time like crumbling act that doesn't mm-hmm. happen every year. Like that was a once in a lifetime type thing that we saw.
3: Oh, I I was just going to say, I, I agree that. I wouldn't feel that way. Mm. But in my mind, it's like Suns fans put in an offer on a mansion <laughs> right. and then the, the offer isn't accepted and they have to go back to their 2,000 square foot house that they're going to remodel now. And it just doesn't feel as uh, as the, special. You I know? honestly
2: feel like everybody needs to be prepared for that because yeah, I feel I like do. that's the James Jones way. Yeah. It's a, it, it's like we, but it, but it's not his own doing. Like He's not the one that's saying, oh, yeah, we're going to go do this, this, and this. He always says the same thing. We're going to do whatever we think is in the best interest of the franchise and put us in a position to win a championship. Now, every team in the NBA says the same thing, but the Suns are literally in a position right now where they can affect the future of the Western Conference by making a significant move, and that's what will will make people upset. Like James Jones is – listen, it's a risk. It's a risk. You You can either gamble that a sign-and-trade is going to be available with D.A., And go after a big fish like a KD or you might completely swing and miss and lose everything. Like it's just it's a calculated risk.
1: My thing is, is that if they don't make a huge blockbuster move this offseason and you have DA back, that's a better plan B, as Jay in the chat kind of put it, than to your plan B being basically getting nothing in return for DA and not having an additional move fall into place and now you just don't have da for barely anything back like i would much rather run it back with da this year and make better moves next year should they be available if it's not if something that isn't amazingly great is not available this season i I would much rather do that than just get da out of here for pennies
2: oh i agree a million like percent, that, that, uh, like, and I
1: think for Suns Twitter, I think you just have to lower your expectations. Like these are rumors; they're hypotheticals. They're let's try to connect the dots, but they're not a hundred percent guarantee. Like you just have to lower your expectations a little bit.
2: Well, again, like Gerald says, you know, the, the core four is what is what you're you're hoping will stick together because you're hoping that they're going to grow together and grow to a championship level team. And if that core four is able to stay together and and make it through these next. I think, you know, another year or two, maybe even three, then you've got something that's a lot more stable. You don't have to worry about the volatility of it. And you're not, um, you know, hinging all your bets on a 37-year-old point guard, for instance. Like, you, you've you kind of solidified yourself. And that's what the Warriors did. They were patient. They They built through the draft. They got a couple free agents here and there. And now that core – has been the core for the last 10 years and led him to four championships. So I'm um, I, I, I I'm not going to be mad if it's just DA that comes back and, and that's it. I, I just am not.
0: I, I will say, though, because we've talked a little bit about this, um, and, and we'll talk tomorrow about specific trades that the Suns could make for Kevin Durant, but I will say because there's been a lot of talk about, okay, well, would it be McHale? Would it be Cam? Would it be <laughs> DA? Who's involved there? We've said this before anybody except Devin Booker would be fair game in that scenario because you're getting Kevin Durant to pair with Devin Booker and that puts you automatically in title contention. I will say though all three of them would be too much like all three of DA Cam and Mikhail would be giving up too much because you don't want to completely gut the roster just to get KD here. I would agree. You want him to have some actual depth and pieces oh, around them.
3: We'll pull that ripcord tomorrow. I yeah. think there'll be some <laughs> discussions around around that. Uh you know, so I think it'll be interesting to to see how that plays out.
2: Speaking yeah. of f- former MVPs and maybe the current Former one. The current MVP. I don't know. Current MVP yes. is Sean right Sean, now.
1: Sean has been coming in clutch so much these last few right days.
0: Sean just keeps bringing oh, in yes. food
3: and drinks for us. Thank you,
0: Mr. Depot. He's got the hose down and everything, so, too.
3: You know, just because he came in, don't forget to to watch him on ASU and uh, his yes. production work with the Coyotes. Uh-huh. All right. We'll I'm,
4: I'm also on that show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, where else are we going, Lindsay?
1: Uh,. I don't know where we're going, but I do find this very interesting. So a couple weeks ago, we got our friends over at DraftKings to put D'A's next team odds up for us to all put our bets on. And throughout the course of what? This has been maybe, what, 10 days, 12 Mm -hmm. days since it's been up? The amount of movement, especially with Brooklyn as his next team, has just been... (laughs) Crazy. Mm-hmm. So we got a graphic um, here for you guys to kind of help pl- point this all out. So even so, I think originally it was a plus six thousand when it first came out, somewhere around there, right? But within the last like handful five of hours, hours <laughs>
2: five hours,
1: it has gone from plus twenty two hundred to plus seven hundred to plus four hundred to right now, at least as of the time this show started at two p.m. on Monday, a plus three hundred. I love. This
3: this is moving as much as Twitter is chattering about things <laughs> right now when it comes to DA's future and Kevin Durant and all that. All over the board. Everything's moving. It's it's nuts. So I don't know I don't know exactly where this is gonna net out. It could be a three team deal to get KD here if it happens. Who knows where DA is gonna wind up, but right now the money seems to be thinking it's Brooklyn or Phoenix because it's Suns at plus one thirty to keep DA, then Brooklyn at plus three hundred to to land DA.
1: And I think correct me if I'm wrong, but Detroit moved down. Yes. Is that how it would be down? It went from like the
3: Spurs moved. Into a tie with them for plus five hundred in uh, in that third spot
1: because Detroit at one point in time was like $350. Yeah, Detroit was
3: the favorite before the okay.
1: draft. Well, so I, I
2: put hundred dollars at plus sixty six hundred, so I'm I'm hoping to this
1: Brooklyn. Comes yeah, Brooklyn. oh wow, that'd be <laughs> I'm nice just for you. That be so dope.
2: If I did, though. <laughs> damn it, you're like
1: I put a mortgage payment <laughs> oh, on that. Oh my gosh, plus 6, so 6, it was so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, so basically, all we're saying is. If you haven't really gotten in on the action and you want to lock in some odds, you better do so earlier because they are moving very quickly all over the place. Can, so,
3: Can we bring in Shane for a second? Shane yeah. is our gambling expert. Is this just simply because the money is going towards Brooklyn right now? Is that why we're seeing this line move so much, you think?
4: So yeah, we were talking about this earlier and it, it, it's, it's a little weird because this is a different market um, than you would normally see. The example I gave was like betting on an MLB game. Like there's millions of bets being placed on those so it's going to take a lot of money to move the line by itself the line either changes because a lot of money is being put on it or you know somebody gets injured or whatever in this case it could be either because they have information but this is to me this looks like i think everyone saw the news on twitter which again nothing's confirmed nobody really knows anything People saw the news on Twitter and threw a bunch of money on the nets because of the odds they could get then. Um, because it's such a smaller market, it takes a lot less money to move it. So I think that's what's happening. But it, I mean, it could be anything.
2: But that uh, I, would, I, would, I would agree with you. But uh, I think because of the, the interest right now across the country and how this has kind of taken off all of a sudden, I would wager to uh, say that those odds are a little bit more difficult to move now because there's a lot of people throwing money. In the same place? Would you agree with that, Shane?
4: Yeah, I'd say probably now. Um, but again, I don't know how how many markets is this is available in. Um, you know, some certain places don't don't allow this on uh, on different books and DraftKings specifically. Uh, but yeah, it, I, yeah, I think it's because of the money of now. But yeah, now that you're seeing a lot more, and obviously, if there is money that's moving it, it would be harder to move it now. Mm. I love well, this stuff.
1: A lot I'm of so it, I feel like, is so over my head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I'm so I'm, I'm just listen. dying at the chat. We got a couple of Lakers fans yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. That's and fine. it's
2: hilarious. They They're so they they are so like ready to come back and, and try to compete for a championship after last year. They think Kyrie's gonna be the savior, and I'm here to tell you Well they he should not. they couldn't it, even
0: make the play in game,
1: bunch
2: it,
0: of bums. It worked it worked out real well with <laughs> Russell
1: Westbrook
3: as bumps. the savior last year,
2: right? And who so. that, like even if they did a sign and trade with with, with the Lakers nobody's taking Russell Westbrook. No. No. So, so you're so, keeping him. So, so you're basically. Have Kyrie and Russell Westbrook. I don't even think that can happen, can they?
3: <laughs> yeah, if he signs the mid-level exception.
0: Oh, the mid-level. That would be yeah. hilarious. How yeah, would that would just Kyrie be. Kyrie playing ex- half the games and Westbrook bricking more than half True. his shots. That would be oh, great. shit show.
1: <laughs> well, if you guys want to get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, download that right now because there's a really cool deal happening for you over there. Um, UFC 2 76 is coming up and there are tons of ways for those fighters to come out on top in the octagon and with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, there's a lot of ways for you guys to get a W as well. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use promo code PHNX bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
2: Obviously, we know why DA's odds had moved. It's because everybody is on the KD train. The KD train (laughs) that I've been on. I've been the motherfucking conductor of this thing since day one. uh, Because I want to see this happen. I want to see this come to fruition. Devin Booker, KD. But you know what? But you know what? It's not just about that. Wait, Espo, let me finish my goddamn read. It's not just about this. If KD doesn't come, yes, LeBron. LeBron in the house. Let's go because I want to see this as well. The banana boat. Let's go. Why, <laughs> Why is Monty? On, Monty's on the boat. Mikhail's in
1: the water, hanging yeah. on for dear life. Him
2: because the mid, Mikhail, Listen, if we have to go after LeBron and we we somehow get him, uh, the, Mikhail ain't gonna make it on the banana boat. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Poor, poor Mikhail. <laughs>
3: Okay. Oh no! This Photoshop much better than the Step Brothers Photoshop. The banana boat Photoshop heads are fairly appropriately sized. Katie's was like four times too big on the uh, on the Step Bros uh, picture. Shane, maybe.
2: just know that I'm not the one that shit on you. It was Espo.
1: So just remember, y'all. I think it was last week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Saul promised that if Katie makes his way to Phoenix, so he's buying a round of Four Peaks beer over at the brewery for everyone who shows up. I want to know: Does this offer extend to LeBron now?
2: Uh, no. I'll buy everybody. All right. So That's if KD right, right. winds it, up in
1: listen. Phoenix, four peaks on Saul. If, if LeBron winds up in Phoenix, four peaks on Esco. Listen,
2: if if KD or LeBron come to Phoenix, everybody wins. If KD comes to Phoenix, you all get free beer and you get to see my guy be a, a furry for a day <laughs> as an Ewok. So nobody all wants right? that. So, so and then LeBron. if LeBron comes to town, then. You know, you just get free beer. It's all a dress up as brawny. So basically free beer
1: no matter what. (laughs) Thanks to PHNX and Four Peaks is what we're talking about here. That sounds like a good deal. Hopefully we can get one of those to happen. But in the meantime, if you guys want to pick up some Four Peaks, we highly recommend it. And if you want to come down and check out the brewery, we are going to be there this Wednesday pretty much all day. We're going to have all of our shows live from the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub So if you want to stop in for lunch, you want to join for a happy hour, whatever time of the day you're available, come join us. We're going to be there, like I said, pretty much all day doing shows, Starting at 11
2: o'clock, we'll be there all day from 11 to about 7, 8 Uh, o'clock.
3: 11 till your liver taps out is how long
1: (laughs) we'll be there. And they offer, you know, tours of their brewery. They've got all kinds of things on tap and really great food as well. Just a reminder, you do have to be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks Beer. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Well, you brought up LeBron yes. coming here. So let's talk a little bit more about it because our friend Flex from Jersey said this weekend that if Katie doesn't leave Brooklyn, that LeBron James is in play for a potential move to Phoenix. I know we joked about this a couple of months ago, but were we actually joking, I guess?
3: I, at this I've point? always thought that was the name that James Jones probably had had on his radar since they're friends. Discussions could have ha- been had in mm-hmm. back channels. It's more likely that that was talked about prior to this offseason, the KD thing. Uh, so I always thought this was a possibility. And quite frankly, I think I like the idea of LeBron more than KD just because he can, you don't need a backup point guard at that point because he's going to take off some of the ball handling pressure. From CP3 and book, he also could play small ball center if Da's part of the deal that brings him back in. I think you have less holes you have to fill if you if LeBron's the guy you get in a trade over KD. Now I like the youth of of KD more, uh, obviously, but I feel like LeBron might check a few more of the
0: boxes that get you there. He would, but I don't understand how exactly he's coming. He's not a free agent until 2023. Forces. So if he forces, I mean, if the season is that bad, sure, but that would require you to bring everybody back basically and have that trade flexibility come deadline time. I just don't see it. I'm personally, I would rather have KD, even though you'd have to trade for him and probably give up more for him. I just feel like he's probably the better plug and play guy within this offense right now.
2: If there's a will, there's a way. And they <laughs> will find a will and a way if they want LeBron to come. Listen, it, I agree with Espo. Uh, of all the people that were kind of hinted at all, you know, a couple months ago with, with Flex, um, I thought it was LeBron be, just because of the relationship between him and James Jones. I, you can't tell me that there's not a scenario where behind closed doors – you know what I mean? Like, they've got each other's number. They probably text all the time. They probably had this in the fix for, like, the last year. <laughs> Midway through last season, Braun was Thank like, you. bro, get me out of here now, please. <laughs> like, nobody wants to play for the Lakers anymore. Well, that lake, <laughs> that dumpster of a franchise right now is just awful. <laughs> like, AD is going to be completely gone for this year because he's going to get hurt in, like, the first two games like he always does. LeBron's like, get me off the ship now because the titanic is absolutely sinking
1: that's (laughs) unfair though because wasn't lebron kind of the mastermind behind but oh yeah he he built the
3: ship then he's about to jump yeah he he builds the city and he lights it on fire on his way out that's the that's the lebron way with this stuff i mean he did it in cleveland did it to miami why wouldn't he do it to la right it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me uh And look, maybe Kyrie's the guy he really wants, and and he's pushing for that. And if they don't get him, and he's looking at, i got to deal with another year of Russell Westbrook being my starting point guard, and Anthony Davis— who, if there's a, a light wind in LA, is gonna shatter like he usually does. <laughs> like maybe he's just like, yeah, I don't wanna be here and I'm LeBron friggin' James. I'll force my way out if I wanna force my way out, kind of mentality. Do I think it's do I think that's more likely than the KD thing? No, but it's not beyond the scope of possibility.
0: <laughs> Shit! Trade for KD, sign LeBron to the mid-level next there summer.
2: There you go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go.
0: See now, Gerald's coming on board. There we go. That's the kind of thinking, the high-level
4: thinking we uh, need on this podcast. So funny. I, I just love the the superstar SEO that comes in, and then all of a sudden there's Lakers fans everywhere. But mm. then we get important questions like this. Knight <laughs> says, "Should I ask this girl out?" Yes, Knight. Yes. 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 Go for
0: you it. You always should. KD's coming to Phoenix. Dreams are coming true this this <laughs> summer.
3: I assume it, <laughs> when he's saying should I ask this girl, he's referring to Lizzie oh. while he's watching oh, the show. Oh no! Oh so no! So sure oh. you can ask
4: I her I like I no, love I all of, I, oh, yeah.
1: if, if they are referring <laughs> to me as the only
4: woman not. on the show, let's all
1: of you he said yes. I'm over here like, nah, I'm good, bro. Like
2: shoot your shot. I want to see what the pitch is. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Like, Saul's been doing it. Don't talk about it. Be
2: about it. Let's go.
1: Oh dear Lord! Let's move right on along. <laughs> um my question if a lot of people there's some people in sends twitter who are not willing to give up Mikel for katie mm.
4: should that become available
1: <laughs> i know a lot of people are like hey if it's da mikhail and, and a little something else i'm 100 percent in or do you feel the same way if we had to give up the same type of package for lebron
3: it's tough he's older he's you know a couple years left on the deal i uh no, I I don't give up as much. No, also because that could really come back to bite you in the ass if you give the Lakers all your young talent and then uh, you get a year of LeBron and you don't uh, you don't win that title like that's your plan with with major fire right
0: there. I think you try to go for more picks than Mikael in that instance. You you could make a nice package with Da Cam and picks if you need to. That's I, I would. Keep Mikhail out of the LeBron conversation personally, but I understand he is LeBron and he still has one to three great well, years left.
3: They also have 25 million have in expiring contracts, right? Who? The Suns. If you look at it, they have 25 million in, in expiring contracts when you're looking at Dario J. Oh, yeah. And Cam mm-hmm. as well. So, so there's a lot of. Which is, a, which is a huge asset in the NBA. People want picks. They want expiring contracts so they can try to make moves and, and expedite a rebuild process. So there is options out there for this team. Uh, so you're driving Mikhail to the airport? Is apparently. Got apparently.
2: Got? Listen, like I love Mikhail. I love what he brings to this team. I do. I do. Again, I do. <laughs> but... However, like he's
1: driving him to the airport like
2: I, I don't know if I would trade him for LeBron because I, I do believe in, in in this core. And I, I do feel like you've got to have some you have to have something there for when LeBron inevitably leaves because it will happen here in the next couple of years. So if you trade Mikhail and D.A. to the Lakers or whatever the hell the, the scenario would be, you're literally going to have to face those dudes for the next five to 10 years. and mm-hmm. You don't really want that either. So what's the play here? Uh I I don't think I'd give up that much for LeBron to be honest with you. I would for KD but not for LeBron. I,
3: I love sweet. BC in the chat. Laugh out loud. Suns have no players LA wants. Didn't we just hear a whole report that their whole plan is to try <laughs> to get
2: uh, get Booker like somewhere down the line sl- they want to yeah, yeah, yeah try
1: and get Booker. The only player
2: him. anybody else wants is freaking LeBron. Nobody wants AD. He's too glass. That's it. That's like nobody the, wants that. Nobody wants Westbrook. Nobody wants
0: THT. Are you nobody serious? wants any of those bums. Nobody wants Taylor Horton Tucker? No, no, nobody wants that bum. That's the reason that's the reason why they can't get Kyrie in a trade and have to hope he's willing to sacrifice thirty million dollars is because your roster is so bad outside of LeBron James and AD. That's tough.
3: But he's got such a great nickname, THT. Like, why don't you want him?
2: Rick 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 seventy seven at like Kotuna in the chat says, saw like I do like him, but the car is running. Gas is hella expensive.
1: <laughs> so get in. Uh, Victor, thank you for your super chat. If you accidentally sent a, sup- a super chat and forgot to write your comment in there, drop it in the chat and we'll read it a little bit later. But thank you for the super chat either uh, way.
2: Maybe it's just get KD here. Damn. <laughs>
1: Maybe. I don't know. All right, guys, you ready for some screenshots? Let's do it. All right, it's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone 5 and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. First things first, the most important screenshot of them all. Mm -hmm. We talked about Devin and Kendall's relationship maybe being on The Rocks a few weeks ago, and then it hit mainstream social media last week. But now, hold on, guys. TMZ (laughs) is saying that the two of them were spotted yesterday on Sunday at Soho House in Malibu. So maybe it's not all doom and gloom? What
3: can I believe? What
1: is love anymore
3: (laughs) in this world? Is it or isn't it? I need to know.
1: Everything's coming
0: up, sons, this (laughs) week. It's great. (laughs) On, is it good, it. though? Yes, is it good for both? Yes. Jesus. We've talked about this. The it's Kardashian good. curse mm-hmm. is bullshit. Oh, I'm not And saying Devin that. Booker started playing his best basketball when they started dating. That's, That's fact. That's when the Suns took off, is when they started dating. That is fact. So maybe they broke up to get back together so we could get that same kind of upward spike.
3: Oh man. He was going to be the biggest free agent on the Phoenix dating <laughs> market. And, and now he's back. Like, <laughs> the women of Phoenix have been disappointed by this. He
2: was available before Kendall came into the picture, and nobody had a chance anyway. That's why he went to L.A.? <laughs> Are you saying that? Oh, that's that's,
3: a, slight. Gun, gun, oh, that's a slight on the
1: women of Phoenix, so Oh, no. Is oh, that, no. I you, just, you were going with the L.A. thing. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think you were going that route. Yeah, that's I thought you meant route. like, wow, you just jinxed it. Now <laughs> Book's going to end up Book, in L.A. Book Way to go, to be in LA? That's
2: what I was going with, that's but you chose thinking. the disrespect to the Phoenix women. <laughs> oh, like, man. Get out of here. Yeah, protect the ladies, it's, yeah.
1: it's like sometimes I think I know where you guys are going, I and then I have no freaking clue where listen, you're going. I was
2: on the same page as you, I did exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't Charles Barkley this situation and <laughs> trash the women of Phoenix. You said they had their shop for two years, and he had to go to LA to find somebody. I said right. they had their shop for two years, and nobody could get the job done, so he took off. <laughs>
0: If Devin Booker's happy, <laughs> I'm happy. That's what I'm going to say. What's wrong with that?
1: That's my thing. If Book's right. happy,
0: I'm happy for him.
1: I just hope, my only hope is that they figure this out throughout the offseason. So come the season, it, this is like they're in either a really solid place in their relationship or they've decided to move on because everyone knows relationship drama is not healthy.
2: Baby, don't listen, hurt Listen, me. listen Book no and Kendall more. are going to get married. That's going to happen. <laughs> they were on a break. Oh God! We were and on now a they're break. back. and now they're back. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the oh, and on the screen. Booker reacquiring Kendall as an asset, so he can trade it to Brooklyn, so Blake Griffin and Ben Simmons accept the trade for KT. Dear oh. Lord! <laughs> Yikes! I don't Josh think that, I don't think chat, this allowed
3: in the CBA. I, I, I don't <laughs> think that's it. I don't think it was collectively bargained. All right.
1: All right. Um. Shane, we're going to swap the next two screenshots, (laughs) okay? So the next screenshot that we've got, this is a tweet from Mikkel Bridges. So a fan had tweeted at Mikkel saying, I'm going to miss you in Phoenix, to which Mikkel quote tweeted with the eyeball emojis. We've seen everyone already in the comments from the start of the show being like, the Mikkel tweet, he is telling us something. No, you guys, Mikkel is oh trolling the hell out dude, of I all of us right now.
2: I bet these dudes sometimes are just like, hey, look at this. Look at this. Watch me fuck with this dude. Yep. <laughs> and boom, that's it. I'm just, I'm going to just put eyes on this. That's it. That's
3: mm-hmm. Mikkel's MO. It sounds like he does that to his teammates oh, and yeah. the facility yeah. and everything. Like, I am all oh, yeah. in on Mikkel Bridges trolling Every one of us that ha- that does this, Agreed. you know, that has to follow every tea leaf on social
1: media to figure out what's <laughs> Joel Martinez
0: in the chat. Mikhail Hall of Fame troll brad yes. activated.
1: 100%.
0: Oh, yeah. He told us at the charity softball event the other day that he follows along with all this stuff on Twitter just like we do. <laughs> and so he, you know that he likes to have fun with this type of thing. Uh, imagine He if wants he, to
1: stir the pot a exactly. little bit. Exactly. <laughs> imagine if
3: he
0: doesn't get dealt and you have
3: Katie and Mikhail Bridges running oh those social media and, uh, troll jobs.
2: On oh the same team, they might share the same burner account at that moment. Like, hey, <laughs> like, whose turn is it today? Who, are... who
3: we roastin', dude?
1: I, that I would, I, you know how you they have that extra thing on Twitter now where you can pay to get certain tweets from people. <laughs> if the two of them <laughs> oh, teamed oh, up followers? for a burner account, I would one hundred percent pay five bucks a month or whatever it is to get, get access to those tweets.
3: Sure, yeah. Tell me your unfiltered thought here. I'm like, all for it. Let's
1: go. That'd be so fantastic. Oh.
3: Just, I can't wait for some of the media members in this town to have to deal with Katie and McHale just throwing shade left and right. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Sometimes less is more. Oh my They're, gosh! The
1: two of them together is like a sour patch kid. Like McHale is <laughs> a little bit on the sweeter side. Mm-hmm. Katie's a little more on the sour side, <laughs> but they go together very well.
2: Some media members would not be able to handle that. They I would, they it. would literally no. be like, "Well, why would he post that if he didn't mean it?" And it, well, we got to ask him. Mikhail, what was the die emojis? Is it because you, you're going to get traded for LeBron? That's what everybody seems to think. And just force them to answer that question like, bro, I was fucking with everybody. Are you kidding? I would
3: almost make that my goal to get trolled by one of them next year on social media for something. <laughs> That's just fun.
1: Hopefully something positive. Eh,
3: negative, positive, I don't care.
1: I, I Let's have some positive. fun. <laughs> All right. And then our final AZ Health screenshot of the afternoon This past weekend, ESPN shared an article with the story of Ryan Resch, the Sun's VP of Strategy and Evaluation. In that story, Ryan shared publicly that he is gay and he is the first person to ever do so while working basketball operations in an NBA front office. And in the article, he shared that he aims to normalize the existence of gay men and women in the basketball side of things. Yeah. And I, I'm really happy for him. I love this for him. Ryan Rush and I got to work together. He's a super great guy. He was always really kind, super quiet. So the fact that he was willing to be so open about this, especially the first of somebody coming out and sharing this is amazing for him.
3: What I loved was James Jones' reaction. They asked him, hey, when did you tell James? And he said, I just kind of, brought it up during the finals because I wanted to bring my significant other, the person I was seeing to a game. And James was just like, okay, cool. Like it was no big deal. Like there was, there was no massive reaction. And I think that's the way it should be. I, I hope that that's the way that most, uh, you know, employers would react in that kind of situation. It's like, great. You do you. I'm glad. I'm glad for you. You know, like <laughs> I, I thought that was really cool out of that story that, that that was just, it was normalized, and that's where we need to get, and I'm glad he was willing to share his story to help us get there in in front offices around different leagues.
0: Yeah, this is great, and we saw this comment last week with the Morgan Cato story as well about why are we talking about this? You know, we should, the goal is for this to be a normal thing that we don't talk about. We're not there yet is the point. So these things should be celebrated because the whole point of highlighting stories like these is that we're moving in a more positive direction where everyone is represented and when there's no glass ceiling over anybody. So this is a cool moment. This is something that should be celebrated and it's a good thing.
3: Yeah, it makes it where it is. Hopefully somebody else that is afraid to say something working in a front office somewhere finds it easier to say it and there isn't a big deal you know, the the next few times. That's why, the like we talked about, the first person to do anything like this should be celebrated. Should be shared so it helps ease anybody else that may have be in that situation and be afraid mm-hmm. to say something.
2: I mean, any progress should be celebrated, mm-hmm. especially after you see what happened last week. And you know, uh, if you're just if you're just standing still and not doing anything, sometimes it'll regress, and you don't want to go that way. So, um, anytime you see these kind of stories, it's always good to celebrate them because it means we're going in the right direction at least this franchise is, and, and this front office is in, to this extent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So congrats, Ryan. Um, we're really happy for you. So that was some really good news that we got this past weekend. Guys, that's pretty much it for our show. Mm-hmm. We do have one last ad read, and somebody asked you if there would be a surfer Lindsay, and I say no, but <laughs> it has been a really long time since we've done ah. any sort of Ad read roulette. Oh
2: no! Are we doing that again?
1: Well, I forgot to ask if we had an ad read roulette, so but she... I feel like Shane should just pick a number between one no. and ten, oh. and whoever is closest no. to it has to do an ad read all right, roulette.
4: Here's my pick.
1: That's all I'm saying.
4: Lindsay's reading it as a surfer.
0: <laughs> all
2: right. We we did, did. Oh right,
4: yeah. we, we did have that request in the chat,
1: uh, but I so, already did it. But we you were so as, good
2: that
0: we
3: you do, do the it it surfer, I do Cookie matcher, and we go back and oh. forth oh, on an OG oh, read. No. Yes, I hate you cookie got monster. the munchies. So like I hate <laughs> Cookie Monster. Ask me if I give a shit what you care. About, I so. hate Cookie I Monster. Don't.
1: Listen, this is what you get. Okay. I was down all to play okay. a legitimate game where we all had equal opportunity to win or lose, depending on how you look at it. You guys tried to play the no, opposite no. end, pin it on me. So this is what you get. All
4: right. I just sat right. here. All right. Pick <laughs> a number one through. No, four. it's fine. No, we're, doing two. It. we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing one it. One through four. One through four. Gerald, go ahead. Three. Okay, Damn, it's, Gerald, it's, that's my number. It's Saul. <laughs> <laughs> because I
3: was just going. On. He just, he's and just
4: Saul, gonna... Saul, No, Saul is reading it as the, the automated voice that you hear at a grocery store when it says unexpected item in the bagging area.
1: Oh, that's a good one. All right, give me the... Okay. <laughs> there you
2: go. <laughs> what are we doing, OGs? OGs. OGs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, Pina Colada. A perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. <laughs> Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com. O-G-E-E-Z-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com. Stupid. And on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. <laughs> there you go. I well like done. the little nice. to purchase. Yeah. To purchase. That was cute.
1: Yay. Good job, Sal. Good work, Good job. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. We hope you have a great rest of your Monday. We will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. As always, same place. Until we see you guys tomorrow, you can always follow along with us on Twitter. I'm at Lindsay Smith Az. Gerald is at Gerald Bourget. Saul is at Saul underscore Bookman. And Espo is at Espo. Espo, take us home.
3: Me bring Nuki Monster back oh just my to God. be on oh, the show <laughs> right now. now.